This is Together, an Ada Bible Church podcast about the world of marriage, where we attempt to invite you to explore the ways marriage works and doesn't work. From practical ways of learning to biblical inspiration, we invite you to listen to other professionals and couples to help enrich your marriage. Here are your hosts, Rachel Norton and Samuel Jones. Hey, listeners, welcome back to Together. Uh, This is Samuel. And of course, my co-host is Rachel Norton. And uh, we are, again, excited to bring you some more great podcasts on the area of marriage. Listen, uh, Rachel, listen, this is going to be a pretty exciting episode. What do you say? I'm really excited. Les and Leslie are some of my favorite uh, investors in marriage <laughs> in our land. And I know we've got um, Les with us and we'll hear a little bit more about Leslie throughout, but who's this Les and Leslie I'm talking about, Samuel? Les and Leslie are our marriage material heroes <laughs> at Ada Bible Church. Yeah. We have had over the course, at least since my time at serving at Ada, several married couples, couples who weren't even married yet that have gone through our premarital counseling, have gone through our remarriage material. And it's all based off of saving your marriage before it starts. And that has been authored by Lesson Leslie. And so like to be able to support them, we take them through a small group typically um, for uh, X amount of weeks and our marriage mentors engage with them. Sometimes those turn into small groups, which is the nature, the very essence of what we do at Ada Bible Church. And so um, we love, love, love Les and Leslie, and we finally get a chance to interview Les, um, who's coming all the way from the West Coast and uh, and sharing with us a little bit about some of the new information that they have for us coming out um, this that came out this year, as well as materials around marriage that we have not even engaged yet. So there's so much there, Rachel. There is. And so it's Les Parrot that we get to spend some time with today. And he's one of our marriage mentors favorites, too. I don't know how many couples. I I don't know if we've counted. Maybe it's too many to count. How many couples have been impacted by the materials that were put in our mentors' hands where our couples, um, they were set up to succeed before they even started as a couple. So excited to have you, Les. Thanks so much. Good to be with you guys. Real honor. Awesome, Les. Well, we're like, again, like I said, man, you're our, you're our hero, man. So we're waiting for you to say, <laughs> say, say like Superman in our podcast. Les is like, no pressure. <laughs> uh, so no, I love your church. You guys are uh, one of our, we call you power users. You're like incredible. <laughs> you use our Symbus assessment and our curriculum and all kinds of things. I know marriage mentoring as well. And, and so when other churches say, hey, any suggestions on how to, structure of marriage ministry, we say, yeah, look at Ada Bible Church. They're doing it the right way. So <laughs> well, listen, Jeff and Aaron will be glad to hear that. They're like, yes, thank you. So glad <laughs> to have you. Uh, Les, we just want to kind of jump in, get a little bit uh, understanding of who you are, who your wife is. Could you just just give us a lay of the land and just tell us a little bit about yourself and your family? Sure. Well, to begin with, I'm a psychologist and Leslie, my wife, is a marriage and family therapist. And we've been married a little over three decades. We have two boys, um, one just uh, starting college, one just finished college. And uh, actually, is uh, he's, a, he's a miracle baby to us because he was born premature. He weighed just a pound. And I think he was the smallest baby ever to be released from wow. Swedish Hospital in Seattle, where we live. And uh, he proved a lot of doctors wrong. In fact, when he was, um, 
I think it was about three weeks old and he was in the NICU for several months, three months, I think, and uh, multiple surgeries and so forth. And they didn't think he'd make it. And uh, a nurse came up beside me one night while I was putting my hand through the isolate and, and touching him through a glove and so forth. And, and you just got to do that a few minutes a day. And, and she said, um, if he makes it, you're going to want a mile marker um, to, to show how he has done in life. She said, take off your wedding band, which uh, I did. Yeah, and I slipped it yeah. over his entire hand, clear up to his shoulder. Oh, uh, he yeah. was uh, nearly a month old to give you some perspective on that. And uh, anyway, he proved all those doctors wrong. He is now a PhD student at Oxford University in England studying theology with N.T. Wright. And uh, he is uh, just doing exceptionally well. So um, and by the way, we have Leslie and I have the same name. I'm Leslie and she's Leslie. And uh, it's a little confusing. It's even more complicated because I'm the third, which means my dad was Leslie. My grandfather was Leslie. I'm Leslie. And then I married Leslie. And that's why we named our first son, John. <laughs> and you broke the chain. That's right. Yeah. So it's John Leslie. So uh, yeah. uh, and his brother Jackson is just starting uh, college as well. But uh, anyway, we live in Seattle, and uh, we have a BHAG. Do you know what a BHAG is, Samuel? No, 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 sir. So if you were a business major, you'd know that term. BHAG stands for Big Hairy Audacious Goal. And Apple Computer has a BHAG, and okay. uh, McDonald's has a BHAG, and businesses think, what is the huge big goal? Here's ours. Yeah. We want to see the divorce rate drop by a third in our lifetime in local churches. Mm. A third. And we're pretty optimistic about that, by the way. Um, for every single percentage point that we drop the divorce rate, the lives of more than a million children are positively impacted. That's just for one single percentage point. Imagine if we got to double digits. It'd be one of the greatest social revolutions the church has ever seen. So that's the big driving force. Uh, we do lots of things on that front. I know we'll talk about some assessments and so forth. We have been speaking all over the country for many, many years, and we do uh, write lots of marriage books, and, and uh, we may talk about a few of those here. But um, our most popular is saving your marriage before it starts, which I know we'll talk about. Sure. But uh, anyway, that's that's what we do. But what we have learned is there's real power in assessments, which I know we'll get into as well. And so that's really kind of in so many ways the point of our spear. But everything we've done for the last uh, you know 25 years in helping churches strengthen marriages has been with the goal in mind to not only reduce the divorce rate but help couples. Um, have the best relationship they possibly can. Amazing. It's, it's the greatest relationship God has given us. And so uh, it's, it's challenging sometimes, but we have tools. We know what works and what doesn't work. But that's been our, our driving force. Um, 20 years ago with our friends, Neil and Marilyn Warren, uh, we launched a company called, uh, it was the first ever matching company uh, online called eHarmony. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was all designed to help couples enjoy lifelong love by matching well. And, uh, and that was all born out of that BHAG to lower the divorce rate and uh, help couples find their best match and, and do well. And so everything we have done along the way has kind of funneled toward that, that BHAG. Makes sense? That makes sense. And that's amazing. Now, when you said, you know, I kind of felt uh, a little shamed as I thought about, I went to business school 
less <laughs> in. I, 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 I should know better. I was that class. You were sick that day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I didn't just go to any. Yeah. I went to William yeah. L. Seedman mm-hmm. Business School at you know, <laughs> DSU, you know. So anyhow, that's amazing that you all are doing that. So if I asked you what you do for fun, you just say research? Or what do you do for fun, less in For fun? Yeah, in the great city oh. of Seattle. Well, we uh, we we did we decided something long ago in in our family once we had our boys, mm-hmm. and that is that we would uh, really splurge once a year on a uh, on a on a trip. And so we have taken these boys around the world with us, uh, from South Africa to Japan to to uh, Austria to China, and wow. just uh, so we are big. Uh, in literally two days, I'm headed to Peru. Uh, to hike uh, up in the uh, Andes a little bit with, uh, you know, Machu Picchu and, and all the rest. But that's not with the family. That's just with uh, three friends from college that uh, we enjoy getting together. So enjoy travel. And um, Leslie and I are big. Uh, we're a beach couple. We love the beach, not not uh, Southern California beach, but uh, the north of Pacific Northwest. And so uh, it sounds cliche, but the long, the long, I'm doing air quotes, the long walks on the beach, that's us. So um, we enjoy that. And uh, yeah, so uh, plenty of fun, not just all work and, <laughs> and research. <laughs> I'm sure you're going, this guy's a real egghead. Uh, oh, not at all. That's, that's amazing. I've, I've been to the Pacific Northwest and um, all I see is rain and lots of jackets, but you know I can't wait to enjoy that beach walking. Like we, we want to keep it that way. We, we'll just uh, we want to keep it to ourselves out here. You don't uh, you miss all mm-hmm. uh, the favorite phrase in the Pacific North Northwest is the mountains are out, and uh, that means that it's a incredibly sunny day, and you can see Mount Rainier and Mount Bachelor and, and mm-hmm. the, the Cascades and the Olympics and. Uh, and we get that the majority of days, but yeah, we we're we're, we're starting our, re, our our rainy season right now. The fall through the spring is is uh, uh, it's interesting. Uh, people always from the northwest like to point out it rains more in Atlanta than it does in Seattle. Mm. It's just that we have more gray days, and our we don't have heavy rains. We have misty rains. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Awesome. Do I sound like I'm a defensive Pacific Northwest? <laughs> no, it's okay. So I can't. Samuel, we've already learned a ton. I know. Right? <laughs> I know. I guess I should also just professionally. Uh, you asked to tell me, uh, tell us how we got here. But uh, Leslie and I got married in Chicago. We, we were undergraduates in a school, a college back there, and then uh, moved to Los Angeles to go to graduate school. So. Lived for six years in sunny Southern California and then uh, moved up to the Seattle area. And uh, well, not the area, downtown Seattle. We live in downtown Seattle. We're smacked. The, the, the Space Needle is three blocks from our home. So wow. we're in Seattle. Amazing. But I came up to do a postdoctoral fellowship at the University of Washington School of Medicine. And I was in, um, uh, this is probably more information than you're asking for, but uh, uh, started uh, doing a postdoctoral fellowship at the University of Washington School of Medicine in the head injury unit at the hospital and the burn unit. I was doing everything from pain management and hypnotherapy and wow. family consulting and all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the same time, teaching at a Christian college campus here in town, Seattle Pacific. And, um, and Leslie was as well. And some students asked us to come over to the residence hall and give a talk on how to fall in love without losing your mind. That was their title. Wow. And um, we said, all right, what time is it? They said at 10 o'clock, it's on a Tuesday evening. 
and it's just going to be our floor. I said, how many students will that be? They said, well, on a good night, we might have 20 students show up. I said, great. And so we made our way over there at 10 o'clock at night on a rainy <laughs> uh, Seattle night. Yeah. And, uh, and the, uh, the residence hall had this huge line of students pouring out the doors down the street. And I thought, wow, I wonder what's going on here. And went in. turns out they were all there for that talk on how to fall in love without losing your mind. We moved to the auditorium. And that was the first inclination that Leslie and I got that, uh, wow, these students are starving for information on healthy relationships. And uh, that planted the seed for us to begin a relationships course. And then later that spring, an event that we ended up calling Saving Your Marriage Before It Starts. But uh, that's kind of how we got into this. It wasn't a big grand design. It was like meeting a need that wasn't there. I was headed down the path of a medical psychologist and shifted gears. So that's, yeah. uh, you know, you got ahead of a question I was planning to ask you too, is like, when did you all get the message from God that he had a lot of ministry in mind for you? And it sounds like it really started brewing then. Yeah, it really did. And, And when we did that, that first saving your marriage before it starts event that spring, just for our students, um, you know, we had a, a nice turnout, but we thought, well, let's do it again next year. And the audience doubled and tripled and more the next year. And that's when we decided, well, maybe we should write a book on this topic, which we did with Zondervan, uh, not too far from you guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, we wrote that book and, and that just seemed to open up almost an instantly a national platform for us to talk about marriage. Oprah Winfrey was one of the first calls we got to be on her program. And then uh, Tom Brokaw and Barbara Walters and on down the list, David Letterman and everything else. We were suddenly on every show talking about marriage and how to launch lifelong love. And so I, I think God kind of had that uh, path designed for us when we didn't even know it existed. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, that's incredible. Okay. Well, uh, I, I want to just ask you some specific questions because you have some very new, at least new to me and maybe even new to Rachel materials and things that you've been releasing over the course of the past couple of years less and a lot of it, I will say, is very exciting. I'm thinking about, number one, um, all the books that you authored, you know, from Trading Places to The Good Fight to Healthy Me, Healthy Us, specifically the materials that we use at Ada Bible, Symbus, you know, but I, I, I'm, I was not familiar with um, Loveology. And so, you know, just can you talk to us a little bit about what Loveology is and why, why did you come up with this? Mm-hmm. Well, it was years ago, and, and when you were in business school, we talked about it, and, and somehow you missed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, man. This is brand new. There's no wonder you haven't heard of it. We literally just launched this thing, oh, and, wow. and we are so excited about it. Uh, first of all, it's a nonprofit, so what I'm about to share with you is totally for free for people. But uh, anybody that's listening to us right now can take their phone and uh, open up their browser and go to Loveology. Dot org. That's dot org. O-R-G. It's a nonprofit. Loveology, like theology, only loveology. Mm-hmm. And um, what you'll find there is a site that contains hundreds and hundreds of short form videos. They're all about three minutes in length from today's experts answering one specific relationship question. And so maybe you're struggling with setting in, you know, boundaries with your in-laws because they're interfering with your parenting or something like that. Who better to answer that question than Henry Cloud? He wrote the book on boundaries. All right. Maybe you want to get out of debt and your spouse isn't willing to cut up that credit card and they're spending like crazy and you just don't know what to do. Who better to address that 
than Dave Ramsey. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so we have all these experts uh, that are answering questions just like that. You can search by topic. You can submit your own question and we'll find somebody to answer that for you. And we have hundreds of those now, and, and it grows literally every week. We add more questions to it. So it's pretty fun. And did I say it's for free? I mean, uh, how good is that? Word. Free word. works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I tried this out, actually, and I visited. And I went to the, where do I start if I want to change my marriage? Because, <laughs> you know, we hear that a lot. Yeah. And it, it's a two-minute video, and it's, it just hit home. I took it with me for the rest of my day. He talked about drawing a circle around yourself of how you yeah. change your marriage is, is focus on the one in this circle. Yeah. Right. And right. Uh, so, and you have a bunch of different people that speak into different topics. So uh, it sounds like it really meets the way people are connecting today. Well, I'll tell you how it, it came to be um, early on in, in the pandemic. Um, I remember watching, I think it was Jimmy Fallon late at night and uh, the Tonight Show. And he had a guest on there, Matthew McConaughey. And it was the first time that I had seen uh, a national interview on Zoom. And um, I was like, wow, I can't believe this is national television. The quality is not what we're used to. Uh, Matthew was not framed well. Uh, he was not lit well. And I thought, here's one of the the biggest movie stars in the world. And he doesn't even know how to position himself in front of a camera. What's going on here? And I thought it just kind of hit me in that moment. If there was ever a time to begin capturing uh, content from relationship experts, it's now because we don't have to fly to their homes and have three cameras and a dolly and mic and audio and, you know, all that stuff. We can start doing this by Zoom. And the the pandemic is is really going to retrain our eyeballs and so actually we got pretty sophisticated you can record a pretty pretty good image on on uh you know via, via the internet these days and so anyway we have have done all these interviews in that format and built a tremendous platform hired some some folks that have um done very well at amazon in our city and so forth that are just at the top of their game to build a platform that makes us incredibly powerful uh i don't know rachel if you if you notice but once you watch a video like the one you watch it, we make it super easy for you to send to a friend or to send to your spouse uh send to your whoever it is a loved one and uh, you can share that together and um in it, all your marriage mentors by the way at your church we have a special section just for for leaders, you know, where they can register as well and get uh, kind of some coaching on the work that they do as well. So anyway, that's Loveology. I hope everybody checks it out. Uh, did I say again? It's for free. You did. And this is hot off the press. This is amazing. Wow, we're, we're privileged. Yeah. So just go to loveology.org and you can uh, begin looking at it immediately. You don't have to register. You don't have to, you know, you're not going to have to give us your name, nothing. It's good to use. It's the kind of thing I told my team, I said, I want like a, a frazzled mom who's at the grocery store, had her, has her headphones in and her earbuds and, and she's waiting to get through the line. And she's thinking, Oh, what do I do? My kid has just flunked, you know, the, the third grade or whatever. And, and my husband I know is going to have a different tactic than I do. What do I do about that? It's the, in those moments you can search right then and there and get coaching from one of the world's great experts on that topic. Amazing. Amazing. And so just kind of bouncing off that a little bit less, like 
with all these amazing masterclass speakers that are sharing um, their areas of expertise. I just wonder, you know, for our listeners out there, what are some of those most researched, you know, questions or most researched uh, uh, information that people are wanting to listen to that you've come across that you're now putting on Loveology? You mean, what do they search for most on Loveology? Yeah. So the interesting thing, you know, we have, as you can imagine, some pretty powerful analytics on this to make sure we're meeting people's needs. And and so we uh, have a weekly meeting that looks at those very things. And here's what stunned us. Every week it changes. It's not like there's one thing. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, it was Gary Chapman did a piece on, uh, you know, the love language uh, aspect of, of giving gifts. And, uh, and the, he was answering the question, uh, I, my love language is not giving gifts, but it's my partner's. What do I do? I, I don't understand this love language. Mm-hmm. And that was at the top of the list by far. And the next week, it was something else. This current week, it happens to be what are the romantic ingredients of love that Leslie and I happen to answer. Mm-hmm. And so it just is um, all over the place. It's so interesting. Uh, a few weeks ago, it was how to do an intervention, you know. So this, oh, this goes from so really good. serious things to more lighthearted things. Um, early on, I know we had uh, a, a, a major spike in uh, creative ideas for date night. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all kinds of things people are searching and it's not like it's, wow, they really want this one piece of information. It's, uh, it's across the board. That's amazing to hear. And, and, and as a fellow clinician, less, I can imagine how many of those resources I can point my own clients towards, you know, to utilize just going to, Hey, go to this free database. They have tons of information and content to pass along as well as our, you know, uh, and attenders at Ada Bible. So that's amazing that you all are doing that. For free is the key word. <laughs> Did we say that? Yeah. Yeah. We keep visiting opportunities to invest in healthy marriages, you know, to keep it fresh. And there's some great content there if you've got a struggle, but that creativity of how can we freshen up a date night or get intentional with that again, uh, that, that's yeah. there as well is awesome. And I got to tell you, you know, I do all these interviews with these experts and I have learned so much. <laughs> I, I think I was talking with it, maybe it was John McGee or somebody. Uh, recently that I interviewed and they said, uh, um, you know, after, you know, decades of marriage, you know, how do you spice up the uh, date night? They were asking the, somebody was asking. So he was answering and he said, we, we have a date night sometimes that's just called someday date and someday date. I said, what is that? And he said, well, do you ever like drive around your town in my case, Seattle uh, and go someday we should go to that restaurant. Someday we should go take a class on cooking over here. Someday we should go check out that park or whatever. And he said, so we will just do a someday date. And, um, and we make a list of all those things that we haven't done that we say we're going to do someday. Um, and so it's really sometimes really simple things like that. Um, and then it's, you know, I also have enjoyed, I've interviewed a couple of comedians uh, on how to bring more laughter into mm-hmm. your love life. And uh you know, Michael Jr. Uh, had a great technique with his kids when when things weren't going well around the dinner table mm. and how to get everybody laughing. And, and so it's just some really practical things like that. Um, we have stuff on on music, how to how to uh, what's the value of music in our relationship? And I have some professional musicians that have, have answered that question. So it's a really it's a wide variety of uh, uh, folks that are on this thing that are dispensing information that's. It's pretty helpful. All right. Look for a bump 
and visitors to Loveology. <laughs> right. There's something else, another resource that you've invested a lot in, and it's betterlove.com. And this involves the five love languages, which I think a lot of our listeners, many, are familiar with. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and and why people might visit that resource? Sure. Uh, a few years ago, you know, we uh, we have this book, Saving Your Marriage Before It Starts, and and it, it uh, kind of reached a, a, a milestone of a million couples had gone through the Saving Your Marriage Before It Starts book. And, and our publisher, Zondervan, said, uh, hey, let's let's update this. Let's revise it. And uh, we have published enough books to know that can sometimes be publisher speak for let's put a new cover on it. And uh, we okay. said, all right, well, let's do it right. And so we launched a, a, a massive listening tour um, to ask basically pastors, clergy, and coaches, and counselors, um, what are you doing to help couples launch lifelong love, and what can help you do that better? Mm-hmm. And it was a resounding answer. We want an assessment that we can use with this curriculum. And so that's what really got us going down this path. Of course, coming from eHarmony and having some other experiences with some technology ventures, um, we realized, oh my goodness, why have we not even begun to think about this ourselves? And and so we we built this assessment. We can talk more about that. But out of that came uh, another tool. We built the Symbus assessment that counselors and coaches use. But out of that came this tool that you're referring to. It's called Better Love. You can find it at betterlove.com. And um, anybody and everybody, any age or stage, if you're in a romantic relationship, whether you're dating or you've been married for 50 years, you can take this little um, questionnaire and it takes about 10 minutes and it generates this little 10 page customized roadmap to lifelong love. And when I say customized, I really mean it. It looks at the two of you and your hardwire and your personality, how God designed you, the DNA of what makes you you, and then does something that no other assessment in the world does and looks at the chemistry between the two of you. How that DNA, you know, we're, uh, Leslie and I often say there's never been a marriage like yours before and there mm-hmm. never will be again. You're exactly. two unique, unique people. Yeah. I love it. And you come together with your unique chemistry and join it with somebody else's and something that has never existed before starts to uh, t- transpire. And that's why we need unique information for our relationship. Uh, now, of course, there's universal biblical truths that apply to all of us. But I'm talking about you, you've all had this experience, right, where something that you do in your marriage really works great. Like humor works great for Leslie and me to, to kind of spin out of a, an intense conflict. Um, we have to be careful with that because it can backfire. But both of us have kind of figured out how to bring a little bit of objectivity through some humor. But that doesn't work for everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. And so there's things that work for you that don't work for other people. And you might, you know, you're, you're sometimes tempted to go, when you do this, you're teaching a class or you're mentoring, you got to do this because this works great for us. Maybe, maybe not, though. And so this assessment helps you discover what those things are that are unique to you as a couple when it comes to communication and conflict and time. You know, time is the, is the second biggest complaint that couples have in marriage. We just don't have enough time together. Well, this little tool will help you reclaim the moments you've been missing together by simply understanding your time styles. And uh, so we, we look at things like that, that that help you identify 
not, not to just put a label on your time style, but to go, oh, okay, so now I can see how my time is different from her time, and that helps me empathize. I'm a planner. My, my time style, I, I love the future. I love looking for what's next. It energizes me, and I'm very scheduled, all right? That makes me a planner. Leslie is very unscheduled, all right? She's busy. She's an incredibly busy woman. But if you ask her, hey, can we go to lunch at uh, 1230 next Tuesday? She doesn't go to her phone. She doesn't go to a date book. She kind of looks up into the air and goes, yeah, I think that'll work. That sounds good. Let's do that. And she just is unscheduled and still somehow gets lots and lots done. And then she is not so much future oriented as she is present oriented. Mm. I like the what's there and then. She likes the here and now. And uh, uh, so, so that can cause some problems in our relationship. She might say, uh, this has happened many times. We're in another city and we're speaking or something. And she'll say, hey, I saw a Starbucks uh, while we were driving in. We can walk from the hotel down, down to that Starbucks. I said, oh, we don't have time for that. She says, it's just like five minutes down the road. I said, no, it's like 25 minutes. <laughs> and uh, she'll say, well, it looks like it would feel about five minutes. I don't care how it's going to feel. It's going to be 25 minutes, right? So she's kind of subjective with it. So you get the idea. Yeah. Having that awareness gives me more empathy in saying, what, instead of saying, what's wrong with you? Can you not, you know, going, oh, that's Leslie time. Okay, mm -hmm. I get it, right? Uh, and she gets my future-oriented stuff. She got mm -hmm. so frustrated early on in our marriage because we'd go out on a date night and uh, she'd say, what do you want to do tonight? You know, is it just we're going to go to dinner and a movie or what? Just another thing like that. I said, how about we do this? So we don't have to keep asking this question. Let's go out on our date night and let's plan the next five dates. Oh, you're so fun. <laughs> she said, that sounds terrible. Why would That's we do that on date night? That's work. Right? Oh. Um, so it's things like that that you'll discover yeah. in yeah. Better Love. And like I said, you can find it at betterlove.com. And then you mentioned that it's tied in with, uh, with uh, the love languages. And uh, a couple of years ago, I was, Leslie and I were interviewing Gary Chapman, author of the, the Five Love Languages. And uh, we were doing a TV program and, and it was for Valentine's and, and Leslie and I were interviewing him. And so the night before I went on, and I've known Gary for 25, 30 years. And uh, we've spoken on the same platform many times, crisscrossing airports all over, you know, we, good friends. And, uh, but I, I looked uh, on Wikipedia just to find more information to introduce him. And and uh, I discovered he was 82 years old. This was two years ago. And, You're allowed uh, to say that, I guess. Anybody <laughs> can find it. And, uh, so the next morning I woke up and I called Gary and I said, Gary, do you know you're 82 years old? Oh. He goes, I know. I can't believe it. <laughs> and, and I said, uh, I hope it's 20 more two more years before you go to heaven. I hope you're here for a long time, but let's, let's talk about how we can make sure a, a new generation will enjoy the five love languages. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and one way we can do that is put it in this assessment called uh, better love. And so that's what we've done. And we have this brand new page. So you don't just discover your individual love languages like you do when you read a book, but now we show you the chemistry of your two love languages Wow. in relationship to what he calls your love tank. And as you can imagine, you can only do that through technology. You can't do that through paper and pencil. And so we've created a pretty cool roadmap for lifelong love for couples, all at betterlove.com. Amazing. So 
I just want to get an even more clear picture. Better love is different than the Simbis, though. And so, yeah, that's right. Simbis requires a facilitator. You know, mm-hmm. you have to be invited by uh, somebody in the clergy or a coach, somebody that's gone through our training. And Better Love, you can just go online right now and uh, start taking it. Awesome. Awesome. And you were saying, you and Leslie, you have such different planning styles. And do you find that that is more often the case where the couple is very different in not just that area, but other areas? No, not necessarily. You know, we uh, obviously have studied matching quite a bit. And and sometimes, you know, people like to say opposites attract. The truth is they don't. We are attracted to people that are most like us especially when it comes to our values. And, uh, and in, in truth, uh, the more similar we are, the easier that relationship is, often is. Um, and that doesn't mean we're not going to have lots of opposites in our relationship because that's just we're, we're dynamic people that uh, I'm a night. <clears throat> I don't know if you're going to edit this. <laughs> I'm a night owl. And Leslie is a morning person. And it's been that way our entire married life. We're very opposite. That doesn't mean our whole personalities are opposite, but we're, we're very different on that dimension. I wish we were more the same uh, on, on that in that front. But it's things like that. But no, um, it, it's, it's really, uh, we, we used to have a phrase at eHarmony that was uh, opposites uh, attract until they attack. Because yeah. the, the more opposite you are, the, the so different true. Is. Yeah. Well, Especially so in that true. values uh, area. Um, yeah. Early on, that when that is in common, um, yeah, that's the big draw. Early on, that's for sure, and and then that's why empathy is um, just the name of the game as human beings. It's the the single most important skill set that we have is to put ourselves in somebody else's shoes and see the world from their perspective, and that is something that does not come naturally to us, mm-hmm. and that's why. Um, these assessments, Simbus and, and Better Love. And oh, and by the way, I kind of buried the lead here on, on these assessments. And that is the couples that go through this assessment uh, increase their chances of success by 31%. In other words, they lower their chances of divorce by 31% just by going through this assessment. Mm-hmm. And this is independent research, not just our research. This is at the University of Minnesota and Chicago and other places. And not only that, they increase their level of contentment and happiness by almost a third. Well, that's a huge payoff, right? Sure. And here's something interesting. When you go through Simbus, even if your facilitator isn't that great of a counselor, you still get the same benefit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's an incredible ba- payoff by, by doing the assessment. That's why I said earlier in this uh, podcast that, that it's, it's really become the point of our spirit. We still write books and we still speak and do some other things, but we are, we've just doubled down on the assessments because that is a place where we know we're moving that proverbial needle. Yeah. Well, Les, I, I can, you know, personally vouch for everything you're saying, both um, as a clinician and as someone who has taken some of these assessments, because in those spaces, Number one, increasing awareness with your spouse of things that are going on between you two that a lot of cases you're bickering back and forth about because you just don't understand, right? How their, you know, style of 
you know, I don't know what the style of love is or their style of what they appreciate or how they communicate about certain things. All those things are often cases challenges that we have in our marriages and in our relationships. And so when you have at least then an awareness and then an understanding, it helps you learn how to communicate just that much more better. And those assessments reveal so much about yeah you know, your partner and yourself. And then all of a sudden you're, you're talking with each other and you're like, oh, that's why you do what you, you know what? Let me have some empathetic sensibility in how I converse with my spouse. And so yeah. that's really important. And I'm glad. Samuel, if, if you were in my counseling course, I'd give you an A plus for the day. I couldn't agree yeah. Yeah. That's great. Uh, we, we always say uh, the, the assessment does two things really well. It increases self-awareness, mm-hmm. which is one of the hallmarks of emotional health. And then it deepens your capacity for empathy. Mm-hmm. If you do nothing more than those two things in your relationship, become aware of you. Why is awareness important, by the way? Because it's curative. Mm-hmm. You, you can't change anything unless you're aware of it. I came into my, my Jackson's bedroom this summer and um, he was on his bed and it was the afternoon and, and he was reading a book and, and uh, there was a guitar next to him and there were books open face all over the floor and another guitar and clothes. And it was just a wreck. And I came in and I said, Jackson, I said, how's it going, buddy? He goes, good. I said, have you seen this room? He goes, yeah, what do you mean? And I said, it's, it's crazy in here. He goes, what are you talking about? I said, it's just like a mess. He goes, it is? I looked around and go, oh, yeah, I guess it is. And that's all I did as a dad. And then I just, you know, walked out. And, sure. uh, and within the next couple of days, guess what? It wasn't as much of a mess anymore. It was still a mess, but it wasn't as much of a mess because he wasn't even aware of it, right? So awareness is curative. And so that's the first thing. It's like holding up that proverbial mirror when we take mm-hmm. an assessment like better love. And then secondly, like you were saying, Samuel, empathy. So you, you got the message, awareness and empathy. Pretty good combo. Awesome. Awesome. And what couple wouldn't want to make this investment? You know, that working those kind of percentages, uh, you know, divorce proofing your marriage, um, a tiny investment that can make a huge impact. I think every single couple listening should do that assessment. Betterlove.com is where they need to visit. And not only that, Rachel, but it's fun. Uh, this is not work. This is uh, it comes with a, uh, a little action plan, a customized action plan for the two of you that has four date nights in it. And there's no shame or blame, no guilt, uh, no finger pointing. It's all the emphasis is on how do we maximize our marriage? How do we make something good? Great. And if it we're in a bad spot, how do we make it better? So it's it's not about uh, uh, diagnosing your marriage. It's really more of a, a discussion starter that it creates some of the greatest conversations you'll ever have. That's awesome. Amazing. Well, Les, I um, have just been so privileged and Rachel, of course, so privileged to be able to have you um, spend your time, West Coast time, Seattle time, to, <laughs> you know, so much information about these resources. And, you know, again, increasing awareness, increasing understanding, allowing us to have more awareness of that there's these great resources that we can use, both Loveology as well as Better Love and in those spaces. Um, at Ada Bible Church, one thing that we would love to do for our listeners is, number one, if you are in the premarital stage or remarried, remarriage stage, we'd love to make sure that we empower you um, with some great information that is by Lesson Leslie, um, the Simbus material that we do. And you can reach out to us at care at adabible.org to do that. But also, 
Um, if you're just uh, just wanting to go to betterlove.com and take the resource, uh, less, uh, what is the cost for that? And then how how's the best way for them to just go? Is this for them to just go right to the website and take yeah. us? So as we said, Loveology, totally free. <laughs> if you didn't hear that, you haven't been listening. And then uh, secondly, Better Love, that's the assessment, betterlove.com. Uh, is thirty five dollars, mm-hmm. and that's not per person. That's for the couple, for both of you. And so, betterlove dot com. And uh, like I said, you just take it. You, you begin answering the questions, and it'll and it'll ask you who are you taking this with, and you'll enter their email address, and they'll get a little invite from you, and then you'll generate this report instantly as soon as both of you have answered the questions. And then you can download this action plan that comes with it with all the date night stuff and everything else. So it's pretty fun. Awesome. Great. Les. Well, you know, this has been an amazing podcast of resources. And Les, we just want to say, man, number one, thank you from our church to you. We utilize this stuff. We believe in in these resources. And that's why we had to have you on the podcast. (laughs) So thank you for that. Before we go, um, there are tons of couples um, in several countries now that listen to together and we never know, you know, what they're being challenged with, what they're struggling with. And so, you know, maybe whatever the Holy Spirit has just put on your heart. Can you just pray a second for the couples that are listening to this podcast? Sure. I'd be honored to. And let me just uh, also say thanks for having me on your podcast. Uh, I know we work to wrestle our schedules and make this happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad we did because it's just been a, a pleasure to talk with you, Samuel and Rachel, and you guys are doing such important work and meeting the needs of of so many couples uh even beyond the boundaries of your own church so thanks for, awesome. for what you do i told you before we started this interview that uh we we point uh, other churches to aid a bible because you guys do it with excellence so thanks for what you do Thank thanks you. Les. you bet hey father we just want to pause and and wrap up our time together by first of all saying thank you for the gift of relationships whether it's friendships and parenting and work colleagues, and and certainly marriage. Thank you for making us relational people. And um, I want to pray, especially for the person right now that's struggling out there, that is listening to this and going, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just, I'm barely hanging on by my fingertips. And uh, just touch that person, give them strength, give them some hope right now in this very moment that sometimes a small change can make a world of difference. Help them to hold on to that truth. And um, and find some encouragement today through the time that we've had here together. And then uh, I pray for that couple that is uh, about to launch lifelong love and they're filled with hope and excitement and help them to do the things that will help them uh, go the distance and prepare well with a smart start. And then uh, that couple that is uh, doing pretty good and uh, they want to move from good to great. They want to maximize everything they can out of this relationship that you've given us. All of us, wherever we are on the continuum and the dimensions of of, uh, romantic love and marriage, I just pray that you would uh, take whatever we shared in this uh, podcast and use it for each of those people and allow them to hear what they need to hear today uh, to draw closer to you and to the people that they love. Give us all a double dose of empathy. Help us be conscious of that, to work on it, even when we think we might have that locked in, because chances are we don't. So give us that, uh, that boost as well. Father, we thank you for this opportunity. In your home, holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Amen.
Awesome. Thank you, Les. Uh, Rachel, what an incredible podcast that we just had with Les. And um, for all of our listeners, if you have been impacted by this in any way, we'd love to hear from you, whether it's through our social media at Ada Bible Church or just emailing us at care at adabible.org. Um, we'd love to hear how this has impacted your life. And um, maybe you're just wanting to take those assessments. Again, those assessments can be found at betterlove.com and or by reaching out to us again through our email to connect you with a marriage mentor. So we'd love to uh, support you here at Ada Bible. So you know what, Samuel, I want to invite our listeners to do something. Yeah. Do take up that challenge and, and actually take that assessment at betterlove.com. I want them to put something in the comments. Just Mm -hmm. put, took the assessment. I wonder how many comments uh, we might get and let's engage with that and and see how we can build that. Great call, Rachel. Yeah. So you heard Rachel. She challenged you. Uh, and we hope to see your name or see some uh, some typing things in those comments for us. And so we'd love to hear from you. Uh, for Rachel, Kelly, and myself, Samuel, this has been Together. Thanks for listening to Together. We hope you've learned a thing or two. If you find the podcast helpful, please go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your listening platform. Leave a comment and give us a five-star rating. If you'd like more information on Ada Bible Church and its ministries or someone to pray or dialogue with about your marriage, go online and check out our website at adabible.org.